Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are reading teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. This is a set of prayers spoken by Kunti Devi to Sri Krishna and Srila Prabhupada commented upon each verse and this is a book of these commentaries. So back to chapter number 15 beyond birth and death kechidahura jamjatam punya shlokasya kirtaye yadoh priyasyan vavaye malayasyeva chandanam some say that the unborn is born for the glorification of, of pious kings and others Say that he is born to please King Yadu, one of your greatest devotees. You appear in this family as sandalwood appears in the Malaya hills. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.8.32 Purport Because the Lord's appearance in this material world is bewildering, there are different opinions about the birth of the unborn. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that He takes His birth in the material world, although He is the Lord of all creations and He is unborn. So there cannot be any denial of the birth of the unborn, because He Himself establishes the truth. But still, there are different opinions as to why he takes his birth. That is also declared in the Bhagavad Gita. He appears by his own internal potency to re-establish the principles of religion and to protect the pious and annihilate the impious. That is the mission of the appearance of the unborn. Still, it is said that the Lord is there to glorify the pious king Yudhishthira. Lord Sri Krishna certainly wanted to re-establish the kingdom of the Pandavas for the good of all in the world. When there is a pious king ruling over the world, the people are happy. When the ruler is impious, the people are unhappy. In the age of Kali, in most cases the rulers are impious, and therefore the citizens are also continuously unhappy. But in the case of democracy, the impious citizens themselves elect their representative to rule over them, and therefore they cannot blame anyone for their unhappiness. Maharaja Nala was also celebrated as a pious, great pious king, but he had no connection with Lord Krishna. Therefore, Maharaja Yudhishthira is meant here to be glorified by Lord Krishna, who had also glorified King Yadu by taking birth in his family. He is known as Yadava, Yaduvira, Yadunandana, etc. Although the Lord is always independent of such obligations. 
He is just like the sandalwood that grows in the Malaya hills. Trees can grow anywhere and everywhere. Yet, because the sandalwood trees grow mostly in the area of the Malaya hills, the name sandalwood and the Malaya hills are interrelated. Therefore, the conclusion is that the Lord is ever unborn like the sun, and yet He appears as the sun rises on the eastern horizon. As the sun is never the sun of the eastern horizon, so the Lord is no one's sun, but is the father of everything that be. In the Bhagavad Gita 4.6, the Lord says, Ajopisan avyayatma bhutanam mishvaropisan prakritim svamadhishthaya sambhavam yatma mayaya Quote, Although I am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates, and although I am the Lord of all sentient beings, I still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form. Unquote. Krishna is unborn, and we are also unborn. But the difference is that, unlike the Lord, we have been entangled in a material body. Because we cannot keep our position as unborn, but have to take birth and transmigrate from one body to another, with no guarantee of what kind of body we shall receive next. Even in this life, we are obliged to accept one body after another. A child gives up his childhood body and accepts the body of a boy. And the boy gives up his boyhood body and accepts a youthful body, which he then gives up for an old body. Therefore, it is natural to conclude that when one gives up one's old body, one will have to accept another body. Again one will accept the body of a child. This is a natural cycle of this material world. It is similar to changes of season. After spring comes summer, and after summer comes fall, and then winter, and then spring again. Similarly, after day comes night, and after night comes day. And just as these cyclic changes take place one after another, we change from one body to another, and it is natural to conclude that after leaving the present body, we shall receive another body. Bhutva Bhutva Praliyate This conclusion is very logical. It is supported by the Shastra, the Vedic literature, and it is also affirmed by the great authority, Krishna himself. Therefore, why should we not accept it? If one does not accept it, if one thinks that there is no life after death, one is foolish. There is life after death, 
and there is also the chance to free oneself from the cycle of repeated birth and death and attain a life of immortality. Haribo! A life of immortality. But because we have been accustomed to accepting one body after another since time immemorial, it is difficult for us to think of a life that is eternal. And the life of material existence is so troublesome that one may think that if there is an eternal life, that life must be troublesome also. This is very common, actually. But when you speak about eternal life, people will be like, oh, I can barely handle this one. For example, a diseased man who is taking very bitter medicine and who is lying down in bed eating there and passing stool and urine there unable to move may find his life so intolerable that he thinks let me commit suicide similarly materialistic life is so miserable that in desperation one sometimes takes to a philosophy of voidism or impersonalism to try to negate his very existence and make everything zero. Actually, however, becoming zero is not possible, nor is it necessary. We are in trouble in our material condition, but when we get out of our material condition, we can find real life eternal life eternal life Haribo because we are I mean real life Haribo because we are part and parcel of Krishna who is Aja beyond birth and death we are also Aja how could we be otherwise if my father if my father is happy and I am the son of my father. Why should I be unhappy? I can naturally conclude that I shall enjoy my father's property, just as my father is enjoying it. Similarly, God, Krishna, is all-powerful, all-beautiful, all-knowledgeable, and complete in everything. And although I may not be complete, I am part and parcel of God. And therefore, I have all the qualities of God to a particular partial extent. God does not die, so I also shall not die. That is my position. That is explained in Bhagavad Gita 2.20. Najayate mriyate vakadachin. Describing the soul, Krishna says that the soul is never born, najayate. And if one is not born, how can he die? There is no question of death, mriyate va. Death is for one who has taken birth. And if one has no birth, he can also have no death. Unfortunately, however, we do not know this. We are conducting scientific research, but we do not know that every living entity is 
a spiritual soul with no birth and no death. That is our ignorance. The soul is eternal, everlasting and primeval. The soul does not die with the annihilation of the body. But although, although the soul does not die, it accepts another body and this is called Bhavaroga, the material disease. Since Krishna is the supreme living entity, we are exactly like Krishna. The difference being that Krishna is Vibhu, unlimited, whereas we are Anu, limited. Qualitatively, we are as good as Krishna. Therefore, whatever propensities Krishna has, we have also. For example, Krishna has the propensity to love someone of the opposite sex, and therefore we have the same propensity. The beginning of love is present in the eternal love between Radha and Krishna. We are also seeking eternal love, but because we are conditioned by the material laws, our love is interrupted. But if we can transcend this interruption, we can take part in loving affairs similar to those of Krishna and Radharani. Our aim should therefore be to go back home, back to Krishna, because since Krishna is eternal, we shall there receive an eternal body. Yeah, we're going to stop here for today. We shall continue with this chapter tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. And we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.